Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Amen. The Word of God we want to consider today is again our Gospel reading for this past Sunday, which was the third Sunday in Advent. We're looking at Matthew chapter 11, verses 2 to 11, where Matthew writes, When John, John the Baptist, heard in prison what Christ was doing, he sent his disciples to ask him, Are you the one who was to come, or should we expect someone else? Jesus replied, Go back and report to John what you hear and see. The blind receive sight, the lame walk, those who have leprosy are cured. The deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the good news is preached to the poor. Blessed is the man who does not fall away on account of me. As John's disciples were leaving, Jesus began to speak to the crowd about John. What did you go out into the desert to see? A reed swayed by the wind? If not, what did you go out to see? A man dressed in fine clothes? No, those who wear fine clothes are in king's palaces. Then what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is the one about whom it is written, I will send my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way before you. I tell you the truth, anyone among those born of women, there has not risen anyone greater than John the Baptist, yet he who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. My dear friends in Christ, Jesus has said here, don't expect Christ to fit your desires or your plans for this life. Our plans, our desires, they can be tainted and contaminated by sin, but we want Jesus to be the Savior that he is. And he also says, don't expect easy treatment from the law. We need the law to show us our sins so that then it can also point us to our Savior. And now to close our reading, in the last verse of our reading, Jesus warns us about another false expectation that we may have. Well, Jesus said, I tell you the truth, among those born of women, there has not risen anyone greater than John the Baptist. Yet he who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. Well, when he talks about John, John the Baptist being the greatest in the kingdom of heaven, well, think about the job that he had. He was the one right before Jesus came and began his work, and he was the one who announced the coming Savior and prepared the way for the Savior. And in that respect, he is the greatest, as it's talking about here. But what does Jesus mean when he says here, he who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he? And actually, when he's talking about the one least in the kingdom of heaven, Jesus is referring to himself. Because think about what Jesus came to do. Jesus came to humble himself, to lower himself in order to be our Savior, in order to pay for the sins of the world. He humbled himself so that he was least in the kingdom of heaven because what he was doing there at the cross is he was carrying all the sins of everyone there at the cross. 
And now when he calls himself greater than John because he humbled himself so, what he's also doing here is he's encouraging us to be humble. Because when we humble ourselves, when we say it's not me, then actually we're great because, well, it's not us, it's Christ that's making us great. His works make us great. He's encouraging us to be like the tax collector in Jesus' parable who said, God be merciful to me, a sinner. According to human standards, Jesus really didn't amount to a whole lot during this life. He came into this world not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. And in terms of worldly wealth and power and prestige, in those terms, we could never expect to be impressed by Jesus, the humble servant. And that's what our reading is saying, especially today. Don't expect to be impressed by Jesus, the humble servant, by what he did. Because if you think about it, he didn't come into this world to impress us or to make a name for himself. Obviously, though, he does impress us and he did make a name for himself, but he didn't come into this world to say, hey, look at me and how great I am. He came into this world to be our savior. He came to pay for our sins. He came to suffer and die for us, to pay for our sins and to win for us heaven. He came to be the humble servant. When the world looks at Jesus, it sees someone who in his lifetime, he did have many followers, but then of course by the time his ministry was over, well basically he had just those few women who stayed with him to the, to the cross, huh? He was that humble servant. And the world, it isn't all that impressed with who Jesus really is, but by the grace of God through faith we are. We can see Jesus, the humble servant, and we say, man, is he great. How great thou art, how great he is. What amazing things he's done for us. We know that he came into this world to be our savior from sin, death, and the devil. We know what he did for us. And well, right now it's kind of frightening to think about, but you do realize that it's about a week from now and then we have Christmas. And when we think about Christmas, are, are you ready for Christmas? And well, what are you expecting for Christmas this year? What are you expecting for Christmas this year? There, there are many things that we can expect and hope for. Unfortunately, all too many people have the wrong kind of expectations for Christmas. May God the Holy Spirit work to build up and strengthen our faith so that we have the right kind of expectations as we prepare for Christmas. All we really need for Christmas, that's Jesus, our Savior. That's all we really need. The one who lived and died for us, who paid for all of our sins, and, well, he came 2,000 years ago. 
He did his work. And therefore, we believers in him can, can truly have a Merry Christmas. Amen. Let's pray. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you for being the Savior that we need. One who lived and died for us to pay for all our sins and who rose from the dead to prove you are the Savior, the humble servant that we need. Thank you for showing us our sins so we know we have a problem. And thank you for also pointing us to you, dear Jesus, our Savior, and the answer to our sins and our way to heaven. We pray in your name. Amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always.